All right, Pastor Eric Gill, we're back. Be on the pew. Good morning. We're or here. Good afternoon or good evening. Could Dep- be any of the three. Any of the three. We're Depending bl- on when people are watching all around the world. All around the world, and we're excited that we're back. We are back. And yeah. just to be completely honest, we're recording this prior to Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And so Monday. if you're watching this, if you're watching this, this was recorded, pre-recorded prior to Thanksgiving. You're probably watching this the day after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Black Friday, which we talked about last Ooh. week. Yeah. Which one um, did you say you will buy on by Friday? I didn't so Black Friday. I don't or know Friday. what that is. Friday, uh, Friday. I would say. <laughs> I would say what I was going to purchase on Black Friday was nothing. Um, oh, good for you. And I talked about how I sometimes look online as but you don't to pull be the plug. in the stores, but I'm not going to pull the trigger yeah, on it. Yeah, that's right. Things. That's so, right. Um, um, yeah. Episode 29. Don't know. I think yeah. it's probably 29. 29. Yeah. Ish. So I have many. Do I have left? Ish. You have eight left. Eight left. Do you know the number? If people uh, have questions, comments. Text. You got to text those questions to 331. Nope. Nope. Oh, sorry. Nope. Nope. 330. Yep. 331. Yeah. 9564. Ooh, not even close. It's 330-331-6453 is the correct number. You'll get it. Eight episodes left. Otherwise, you have to shave your beard and just wear the mustache, which that will be fantastic. We did agree agree to that. We could look back at the... What episode? episode. <laughs> I don't remember, I don't but it was after we that. got annoyed that you didn't know the number for a long yeah. time. So, uh, but at any rate, Thanksgiving week. We're Thanksgiving week. But before that, Pastor, we, we got, we're going to start a new session on the podcast, and, and, okay. and we're going to call this session. Uh, you come up with a name, but it's a session where we're going to. Uh, do we need to clarify something? Right? Is that, is that a good name uh, for where it? Where Eric was wrong? Is that what we want to? I talk? like that better. Yes, where, where Eric, Eric was, wrong. was wrong. So Colin Cowherd. If anybody listens to Colin Cowherd, his podcast, sports podcast, yeah. very well known. And he always does you, this you, session. Do you? Uh, are you advertising him? No, I'm not advertising okay. his podcast, yeah, so I'm say. not endorsing him. But I'm just saying he has. If one theoretically listened to him, he has a session where he goes where Colin was right and where Colin was wrong. Okay. And so we we could start a little yeah, session so like that, we, but we, it would just be where Eric was yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, Bruce. <laughs> dot dot dot. No. So I'm yeah. So last week I was yes. wearing that hoodie. Remember what was the the, the verse? John ten ten. John ten ten. And I asked you. And you asked me what is that verse? And I said, now I did get it right. You in got what the verse. Said. You got the verse right. Yeah, but not the context. Yes. So. Just to set the context a little here, in case people didn't listen to the last episode, which just makes it even... And I only have one person asking me about it. So if, one you're if you listened to last week yes. and you didn't catch this, it proves the point of what we were talking about last week, which is do not take the word of the pastor just because they're saying it. Absolutely. Pastors are sometimes incorrect. Yeah. And so we need not to pastor be approached. Yeah. Thankfully, Pastor Bruce included, uh, <laughs> that you, sometimes we need to be corrected. But last week, what made it so um, ironic ironic is that you had mentioned John 10.10. 10. Yeah. I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance, right? Yeah. That the Lord wants to have. Uh, and then you know. I proceeded to elaborate in saying that it's part of my favorite story, which yes. it is one of my favorite stories, yes. the woman of the well. Yes. But it is not the actual context. Yes. So John 10.10. 10, it's of the when good you, shepherd. Yes. When you shared John 10.10, 10, I don't know if you can see it on the video, but you share it. And I was like, oh, oh like, yeah. okay. I and mean, I, I don't blame you. I share it so confidently yes, that, yes. I mean, you would And I know John yeah, 10 is yeah. the Good Shepherd passage. Yeah. But in your enthusiasm with not only <laughs> is it may have life in abundance, but it's one of my favorite passages yeah. in all of the Bible, one of the sto- stories about the woman at the well. And I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> so, so you're the woman at the well is not in John 10. No, 10. it's not. It yes. is in John 4. But here, here's what's funny about yes. this. So early this year, I had an opportunity to teach at a camp. And I taught on the woman and the well, and because of the connection between between the two passages, I use John ten ten as a um, 
like a cross reference. Yes, yes. And I was so sold on that that yeah. I went on for the remainder of the year just at correl correlating the two as one. Yeah. And so much so that I was talking with my wife Jenny about like me like thinking potentially one of these days getting that tattoo, and I even said to her, <laughs> "We're not endorsing. We're not endorsing. No, we're not endorsing that. And I'm not saying whether I will or we're not. So yeah. don't don't come at don't add me. But nonetheless, I uh, I was talking to her. I was like, you know what, kind of would be cool if I drew like a like a well, and there was like a water springing out of the well, and in the water it would say abundant life. Because I and John ten ten, yeah, John 10 which 10. is not the context which of the is passage. Not in the context. Can I just ask you a question real quick? If you were to get a tattoo, are you the one who's drawing what you want? I don't know. I never got one. No, but I'm saying if you were to get one, you would be the artist drawing what no, you want. No, absolutely not. Okay, because no. I'm just picturing you drawing a well with a river running out of yeah. it as your tattoo. That no, would I would be... probably go to somebody that can actually. Draw. I was going to suggest that. Yeah, because I, I mean, you were that. in a meeting where I tried to draw a tree. And you remember what that looked like? Yeah, it wasn't. It was not a tree. It was not a tree. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, but it was it not was. a tree. But all this to say, bring it full circle. A correction. Was, a correction. Yeah. That we want to make from last week is that John ten ten. It is not on the woman. Not the, well. the woman at the well. It's the good shepherd, shepherd passage. Yep. Jesus the, talking about how he has come that we may have life and life in abundance. Yep. So the the scripture verse was correct. Yeah. But the explanation of the context yeah. of being for the enemy has come to steal and destroy, but yeah. the son of man came to. Give life and abundance. abundance. Yeah, and so, so we wanted to make that correction. And it, again, we appreciate the person that had texted and was like, hey, that passage, that context, uh, great. And one, I'm glad someone listened yeah. to the podcast, looked up the verse. They and were aware check, of that. Yeah, Which is proof the point where we're talking. Don't take your pastor's yes. word for it. And so we I'm not going to say mistakes. that was planted for that reason. But maybe it was. Maybe it was. You'll um, never know. Maybe it was. <laughs> so but we'll be, hopefully we we'll, won't be back with this section yes. next week. I mean— We've you've planted those things before, just yeah. to kind of throw a little controversy yeah. into the mix yeah. about you know the passage in Isaiah mm -hmm. and who is seated <laughs> on the throne. This is so, strike number two. Yes. Listen, guys, if I don't come back again on the podcast, it's probably because I struck out. But the so thing that we have I to take away removed. from this is that what an encourager I am. That even though I knew John ten ten was not that passage, I just let you go on because I well wasn't either that or said you don't care. No, One I did can make care. the case that I you did didn't care, care enough to I did prove. Care check me because you just let I me go care. with it you didn't even correct me pastor Eric Gill, we're in thanksgiving thanksgiving week, week. thanksgiving's is coming thursday yes sir and so it would be um it would really be a failure on our part mm -hmm. if we did not take some time on beyond the pew thanksgiving week to say hey what are we thankful for yeah. um are there any particular you know scripture passages in the correct context that we would want to share as far as verses of thanksgiving <laughs> or that we would want to share encouragement for people listening as it relates to thanksgiving and so um yeah. we want to take a minute to do that the other thing i want to encourage people and not that anybody does this because the people who listen to our podcast i'm not going to call them lazy but they're lazy and so we still want you to listen but lazy because comment below like the video like what are you thankful for yeah and if you're not putting anything and you watched it that means you're thankful for nothing well maybe they're, they're, tell people. Maybe, maybe they're, they're watching for nothing maybe they're listening on a podcast platform like yeah they could Apple. be watching on their tvs or yeah. they could be so watching text, yeah. Pastor Bruce. text text in three three zero that number yeah three three zero three three one six four five three if we were live streaming this i would love to see it come up on the screen yeah, right now like, here's what we're thankful, we're thankful for we're not there yet but yeah. um what are you thankful for comment below the video yeah. send us a text message let us know specifically about the lord what are you thankful yeah. for in the lord what are you thankful pastor bruce many what things and and so you know we had our connect group last night and we were looking at first john chapter four and into chapter five and just kind of like sharing from the group what are we most thankful for even just from that one letter john's letter in first john 
and so many things to be thankful for. But can you can you just like process what it means to be a child of God? Mm-hmm. Like when we think about all of the things that we're thankful for, um, to think of ourselves that the Word of God describes us as children of God, that we are beloved by God, we are children of God. What is better than that? Yeah. Um, you know, and I had shared with the Connect Group last night, we've all seen families or teams or organizations that when we see them, we think, man, I would love to be a part of that. Like, oh, it'd be so awesome to be part of that family or that team or that organization. Think about, like, you are part of the family of God. Yeah. If you are a child of God, if you know Christ as Savior. And that, I don't know what we could be, you know, desiring beyond that. Yeah. When we really think about what all that means. Yeah. That the all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal God is our Father. Yeah. Every He, he has authority and power to do whatever it is he pleases and whatever he does is always right and true Mm -hmm. and that's our father yeah um, which is incredible and it makes you think of ephesians chapter 5 where paul says as dear children so we're dear children to god be imitators Mm -hmm. of god right so we're to imitate our heavenly father and so as we live we should be living in a manner that shows forth who's children we are, yeah. that we're children of the Most High God. And so I'm yeah. thankful for that. Yeah. I'm thankful that we're children yeah. of God. And, and you talk about the being part of the family of God, and I think it's kind of interesting, like, for most of us that have never been out of the country and have never gone to be able to have an opportunity to fellowship with other Christians from other parts of the world, it's it doesn't bring that much of a weight, that yeah. emphasis of you're a part of God's family. Yeah. But for the, those that have gone out of the you know their country and they have had fellowship with other believers that may not speak their same language and 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 to go to their church and to be able to have a time of fellowship. I mean, it is kind of mind-blowing how people that may not even speak their own languages or the same language, uh, they have no cultural uh, resemblance and they are completely different in every way that they can come together in yeah. love and joy and community yes. because there's one thing that unites them, which is the love of God displayed through his son Jesus on the cross. Yes. And it should be that way, right? It for should believers be that way. around the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as going overseas for different trips, you hosted trips for a while. Yeah. When you were in the DR, you like helped lead those trips when youth groups would come yeah. in and people from all different, you know, walks of life and backgrounds. Yeah. Anywhere you go in the world, though, and you meet a follower of Christ who knows Jesus as Savior, is part of the, the body of Christ, it, there's a fellowship and a unity and camaraderie there that the world does not understand and no. can't understand. It's foolishness. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To them, yeah. it, it makes no sense. Uh, I was meeting with someone from our church last week, and um, a fellow Italian, and uh, he had <laughs> shared with me— Are you from Italy? Um, my my grandparents oh, are both oh, oh. both from Italy, yes. Oh, okay. um, and we didn't my know. my grandmother uh, <laughs> is from Calabria, which is southern Italy. And it just so happened the individual I was meeting with has family in that same region. Mm. It was really neat. I didn't know that. We were meeting for breakfast, yeah. and he was sharing that with me. But he had shared with me that he's he's gone over to Italy, and he he found a cousin. I believe it was a cousin that was over there. Didn't tell them he was coming, and he went over to Italy, and he showed up. You know, southern Italy. Caring like Italians are are really like um, family oriented, mm-hmm. but he said he went over there and knocked on the door, found the address, and surprised them like a cousin that they and he said they dropped everything they were doing, invited all mm-hmm. the family over mm-hmm. the house, had a big like mm-hmm. dinner and celebration. He kind of went like the house yeah. to house of his family where they just had food and time yeah. together, and it was just incredible. It didn't matter he didn't have a reservation, didn't matter he didn't have plans with yeah. them. It was this is family, right? Yeah. And and Italians are known for that. Yeah. Um, and and I know a lot of different cultures are known for that uh, 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 a tight 
you know, kind of like when you're together, yeah. it's yeah. your family. Yeah. But I, I thought, how much more so should that be the case with the body of Christ? Yeah. But you right. know what's interesting, though? Because, like, coming from a culture, like, growing up my whole life, and a culture that is just like that. Yeah. That you, like, you know, I tell my wife, it's like, I don't know if you could survive in the DR, because, like, if you go there, like, everybody's your kid's parents. Sure. You know, everybody's chipping in. Everybody yeah. is reprehending them. Everybody making comments. Yeah. Uh, everybody's embracing them. Everybody's hugging them. You know, that's the culture that I grew up in, right? Yeah. And then the American culture, not being so much like that, everybody's more kept to themselves. Yeah. You know, let's keep our distance. Let's not, you know, you'd stay there. I stay here. Sure. But what's interesting, though, that in within, even in within the American culture in the church, you don't see that so much. Sure. You see brothers and sisters hugging, loving each other, inviting yeah. people to their homes, yeah. being welcoming, embracing. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that's I, like that's kind of cool. Like, you sure. know, it's because of the uniting thing that we have in Christ. Yes. And, you know? you know, John, and again, we were covering First John in our connect group. John says, like, this is how you know that you know me mm-hmm. is by your love for the yeah. brothers. Like, it's, yeah. it's the love that we have for one another. Yeah. And uh, and that should be on full display. So yeah. I'm very thankful awesome. for the the body of Christ that the that we are children of God. What about you? Yeah, thankful. So I I've been thinking about this, and it actually was emphasized this morning in my quiet time. Uh, I was going over the character, some of the characters in the Bible, and looking in specifically to Peter. And I'm one of the things that I'm thankful, really thankful about, is how uh, God calls individuals that does to the standards of this world, they wouldn't be capable of doing anything that mm-hmm. in God's grace and in God's redeeming plan, he uses individuals that by our world standards, were not necessarily capable of being used. Sure. So someone like Peter, specifically yeah. like Peter, who, uh, was impulsive, had, uh, uh was emotional that he made that he was quick to, to commit to, to promise that he was going to do things. And then at the first side of, op- uh, opposition, he will back out or, you know, when things didn't look the way he wanted them to look, he will back out. Uh, that's someone like him that by our world standard will say, yeah, he's not someone you want to waste your time or you want to spend your time with, right? Like, let's find someone else that's more capable. God and Jesus specifically was willing to use someone like him to make a difference for the church and for his glory. Yeah. Uh, and I think about my life, you know, how I myself, the way I was brought up, I made a lot of poor decisions, a lot of yeah. poor, mis- a lot of mistakes. And by the world standards, you know, I even had people said to me, like, don't waste your time with Eric. Yeah. Don't invest in Eric. Like, yeah. his, we lost him kind of kind of mentality. And yet in God's redeeming grace, his love for us, that he's willing to go beyond that. Yeah. Again, like we're going through the book of 1 Corinthians at a church and what is fulliness to, to the world, you know, yeah. that it's the things of God and, and, and to see how despite of all our shortcomings, God is still willing to use individuals yep. for his glory. Absolutely. So I'm thankful for that, his grace, and that his grace is not limited to our mistakes yep. or to our shortcomings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or or exterior um, presence, mm-hmm. right, or what we have to offer. I mean, you think of David in the Old Testament when Samuel's looking to select who's yeah. going to be the next king, and God tells Samuel, don't yeah. look at the outward appearance, yeah. right? Yeah. Look at the heart. God looks at the heart. Yeah. And, and so um, we're incapable yeah. of doing what God would desire us to do apart yeah. from God. Yeah, and, and, and it's kind of cool. Like when you look at like the story of Gideon, you have how God is talking to, to Gideon and he's instructing him on how he should deal with this, the Midianites or the Medians as they were pressing the nation of Israel. And as he's giving him instruction, he keeps like going from less and less people that he wants to use. And his argument to him was so that people will not think that 
what you're doing is yes. apart from me. Yes. And and I think that's like kind of like it's a beautiful picture of Absolutely. what Jesus has done for us on the cross is that through his grace on the cross and what he has done, the fact that he uses us is a display of his glory. Like yeah. it, re it reverts back to him. Yeah. I mean, think about when God said, let not the the mighty man glory in his might or the rich man glory in his riches or the wise man glory in his wisdom, but let him that glories glory in this, yeah. that he understands and knows me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's where we should be We should be boasting in Christ yeah. and, and in what God is able to do, not in our own strength. Um, and there's so many examples biblically mm -hmm. of that. I, I regularly will pray for folks when they ask for prayer that God would answer in such a way and work in such a way that the only explanation for yeah. what has taken place is this is what God has done. Yeah. And those are great spots yeah. to be in, isn't it? Like yeah. when something happens where you can say, clearly I was incapable of doing yeah. anything in this yeah. in this situation, but this is what God has done. Yeah. And, and that gives God that glory. Yeah. Um, those are great. special moments when yeah. you, and what I've seen, and maybe it's just on my life, but what I've seen is that those times come in times of brokenness. Yeah. When you're left with nothing and clearly you, you're, you're, you're hit rock bottom, may, maybe emotionally, financially, maturity-wise, whatever, yeah. in whatever spectrum, right, or aspect of your life, and then you recognize that what is happening in your life at that point is only the work of God, yeah. that what you are experiencing, how you're coming out of that place of you know, brokenness, yeah. the way that you can make it out is only through the work of God, how yeah. much you depend. In a sense, kind of like the nation of Israel, how much they depended of that daily manna sure. to be able to sustain themselves, and yeah. how God would even say, "Like I'm not going to give you, like, you know, that and the, the aspect that He wouldn't give Take them more. Take what you need for today, today, yeah. you know, and then tomorrow yeah. I'll be back again." So that, sure. so that you know, they wouldn't get used to that, but that there will be a constant daily reminded of their necessity for him. Yeah, you know, that's good. Cool. So yeah. these are things we're thankful for about our relationship yeah. with the Lord and thankful for what we know to be true biblically. What are you thankful for just in, in general? Um, maybe not necessarily a spiritual yeah. Yeah. answer, Eric, but what in general, what are you thankful for? Yeah, so right now I'm extremely thankful for family. Mm. So, you know, I one of the things that I don't talk much about this, but it's true of me is I do get, quite often I get homesick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I miss... And not so much the country of the DR itself, but just like the people, yeah. family, uh, friends, and the food for sure. Sure. And so, uh, see, times like this, Thanksgiving, it's our seasons where my family comes in town. Yeah. And like right now, uh, my both parents are here. Uh, my two brothers are going to come tomorrow. Nice. So by the time you're listening, so when you listen to this, they're already here. They're already here. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving as a family. Yeah, it's great. And this doesn't happen often. Like, we don't get together that often. And sure. So times like this are great. Awesome, and, yeah. And uh, I just love it. It's a, it's a good something to be thankful, you know? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm thankful for family as well. I'm not going to copy your answer because I'll, no, <laughs> I'll give another answer in a second. But I am thankful for my family and yeah. just the, how the Lord's blessed us with good health. And mm -hmm. um, everybody's just doing well. And yeah. uh, it's always, you know, watching the kids grow and my yeah. family that like is kind of local. They're about a little over an hour away. My parents, Shoshana's parents. So we'll all get together as yeah. well. My aunt's uncle, you know, and, and just it, it yeah. would just be a great time. Um, but I'm thankful for Thursday. I am going to have a massive turkey dinner <laughs> because I love turkey. You like, love turkey, really? turkey or like so Thanksgiving meal. Like, have you ever seen the memes where like they show um, potato, potato? They, they show yeah. gold. You know, who Goldberg is the wrestler. 
Goldberger. Yeah, yeah, Gold, yeah, yeah Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Goldberg. Goldberg. But Same he's guy. he's a different guy. But he's he's this guy. He's like, always just, holding just, a butt light, this, right? Di- no, 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 no. <laughs> no. But he's he's this like jacked like wrestler. And there's this video where if you are a wrestling fan from like years ago, like in the early nineties, I'm thinking 2000, of Goldstone. Is yep, it Goldstone? You're thinking of someone to- Stone, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah, completely yeah, different Stone guy. Cold, yeah. But Goldberg, he was just like mass. He used to be a football player, I think, for the Lions. Yeah, and anyhow, I know who he is. Jack, longest yard. Traps, longest like, yard. Big, yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, in, yeah. yeah, I'm not endorsing that movie, by the way. <laughs> Don't see that movie. But he he has this scene where, like, when he was a wrestler, he would be starting in the back arena in his dressing room. And they would start his music, which was like gladiator music. It was like awesome music when it would start. And they'd have a whole security team go back to his dressing room. And as it was playing, he his door would fly open and he'd come out of his door and he'd start walking from the back dressing room while the song was playing with security surrounding him. And he was like doing all these things like he's getting ready to fight. And he's like has like this twitch in his mouth. And like you get all pumped up watching it and he's making his way to the <laughs> ring about to destroy his opponent like – that's the the meme people put out for like me going into Thanksgiving dinner. Really? Because um, I'm saying that's like a meme that's out there of like when people say I can't wait to go to my that's mom's what for Thanksgiving. Like. That's what I'm like. So you wa- you wake up that morning, you oh, slam the I door, and so you're like, Shoshana, I am so excited. I'm like, today's the day. Ready. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're having all my family over our house this Thanksgiving, oh, and Shoshana's cooking nice. a couple turkeys, and she's doing other stuff, and she makes fantastic. So turkey, so someone like me who didn't grow up uh, celebrating Thanksgiving. Yes. Two questions for you because you are a seasoned Thanksgiving uh, uh, yes. it, uh, culinary, not culinary. Well, uh, I wouldn't say, but yeah, yeah, I like to pre- eat Thanksgiving. Yeah, dinner. yeah, you you you're an expert yes. of Thanksgivingness. Yeah, uh, Thanksgivingness. No, I just made yep. that work. No, it's uh, good. Well, we'll go with it. So, uh, what is one tra- family tradition that you guys have for Thanksgiving? I don't know if that's a thing for Thanksgiving, but we're gonna go with it. What's one th- family thans- uh, tradition that you have that you will say to me, Eric? You must try this. And then, what is one? Uh, I just say turkey, but. What is one thing that cannot be left out at the at the table during Thanksgiving? No, that's a great question. I uh, first of all, I'm, I have several things. One, Thanksgiving tradition is you're gonna watch the Bills win again on Thanksgiving because they play this year. They do. They play the oh, Lions, and so that's why you're. Hey, how did the Browns? How did the Browns do? How did the Browns do against? That's why you're Buffalo in a good mood. Listen, we, uh, everybody knew they were gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you, you had a, almost had a heart attack by the halftime. No, no, there's no panic there. It, t- it took no. for Stephen Dix to go talk to his coach and be like. Please pass me the ball. No, nope, like I don't that. think that's what it sounded like. He's yeah. one of the best receivers in the league. Um, yeah, but, but he, he no his coach has to come and give him a little tap and say, "Hey, it's I coaching. got you, honey. That's, that's solid. Coaching. I got you, honey. Nope, honey. That's solid coaching. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the ball to you. I get it. I would be bitter too. I mean, yeah. you guys thought again that the Browns were gonna be really good and. I'm not super excited about well, this win. Like, you, you know why you, I'm not excited about this win? Because you are only care about playoffs. Yeah, because people don't get excited about regular season yeah. wins. Buffalo needs to show up in the playoffs. But anyhow, yeah, but they never traditions, do, traditions, <laughs> they do. Yeah, they no. went to the AFC Championship game yeah, that's multiple it. years in yeah, that's a row. That's it. Listen, what do you want? Yeah, do you I want? wanted you to win the Yankee, Super Bowl. Did the Yankees get to the World Series this year? Uh, they were short. Oh. But you don't see me talking okay. about it. Okay, but not at all. You're also yeah. not wearing a Yankees hat today. I'm wearing the VR hat. Um, I understand. I'm but let me get back you to what I'm thankful for. Let me, let me get thankful <laughs> for. Uh, so thankful for a Bills uh, playoff game. Or Bills win on Thanksgiving. It's going to be tradition, I think, because everybody wants to watch them. But no, I would say what cannot be left out <laughs> of Thanksgiving. I thought the Cowboys were the tradition. I would say what can't be left out of Thanksgiving. First of all, obviously, is the meal of the turkey, the stuffing, the, um, you know, I used to not be a big sweet potato guy, but my wife makes these like sweet potatoes, the yams, like with the marshmallows. With marshmallows on, on top? Yes. And so that, that's kind of like, like for culture, that's a cultural shock it's right so there. So have you tried this? I had, and it was a culture shock. I'm like, did you like it? 
I think in the moment, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't like. It's in not the moment, what does yeah. that even mean? In the moment, like it's not something that I'm looking forward for, but it's, if it's there, I'll eat it. Okay, well, I yeah. look forward to it. So, I would say the whole meal aspect, <laughs> like, is one thing. I'm like, my mouth's watering right now. Listen, like, do you about think if Pastor Steve was here, he had a lot of uh, ideas? He would. Yeah. 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 So that's one aspect. But the other thing I'm, I really enjoy doing is we do kind of ask you, like, hey, what are you thankful for? Yeah. Like, so that is uh, something that we try to do and mm-hmm. give thanks, like, as far as for, um, you know, for what the Lord's done, yeah. but also just in general and. And that's a fun time, family getting together. All of those are traditions with Thanksgiving for me that are extremely meaningful, and I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I love having everybody together and being able to yeah. do that. And so I hope that that, you know, is something that everybody can yeah. experience and everybody has, you know, those areas yeah. where they could say, man, like, just look at what God's done. Just be reflective. Yes, and reflective yeah. of what, what God has done. Yeah. But also trying to, and, I, and this is going to sound like a super spiritual thing, it's not, Trying to put things through the perspective, though, of, like, these are the things that are temporary on earth. And think of, like, the fellowship mm-hmm. that for eternity mm-hmm. that we will have with the Lord. Yeah. Like, the, we, we this is, like, I think we get a little glimpse of it with mm-hmm. the body of Christ and the fellowship and the time yeah. together and the, and the community together. But when there's the absence yeah. of any sin, any sickness any jealousy, envy, any bitterness, when all of that is removed and we are in fellowship with the Lord and with one another, what a picture. I mean, yeah. I, when I think about the Thanksgiving table, I just think of like, what a great picture of of, of our Do eternity. Do you see the with correlation the with uh, Jesus' last dinner, like the picture by that artist? I, I don't, I don't want to say Michelangelo. Yeah, Leonardo da Vinci. Again. No, I've never oh, seen the yeah, correlation see, yeah. with that, but that's, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, that was more of a somber, I think, time as they reflected no, no, on the death but of Christ. I'm thinking but... like that type of fellowship there, you yeah. know. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so yeah. that's that's what I would yeah. be that's excited awesome. about. So I, had a, I have a hot take about Thanksgiving. Please. I think that every Thanksgiving meal has to have chicken in it. No. Nope. Uh, I, nah. I, that's one thing. Because to me, like, it's like the same thing with ham. Turkey yeah. and ham seems to be a little bit like, like, they don't seem like. Why chicken? It's, it's amazing. At, at, I, but at Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, it's ama- I could eat chicken any day of the day. Maybe not for breakfast. But are you I talking could. about fried chicken or are you talking about like roasted chicken? Any chicken. Like like chicken breast, you know, uh, rust, whatever you just roasted said. Roasted chicken? Yeah. Uh, fried fried chicken, chicken. Chicken tenders? Uh, chicken, oh, chicken tender. You get, yeah, don't get me going because I, I'll, but, bring up, I'll bring then, up, I'll bring up, what was that place? Racing Cane's chicken? For Thanksgiving meal? Why not? No. We were had it. We were going to have. Get out. It's a hot take. Yeah. I thought everybody was walking on the table. They are walking on the table. But I guess the not table, the chicken. But not your fried chicken for Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, you would rather have fried chicken than roasted turkey. Listen, like, I'll turkey. be honest. If I, go to, if I go to someone's house and at the table they have turkey, ham, and chicken, I will most likely just get the chicken. I don't know if you've ever had good turkey then, roasted turkey. I had. I had. Actually, Jeff Zimmerman, who we just had here on a podcast a few episodes ago, quite a few episodes ago, uh, he made some for our friends' kitchen. In was, a fryer? Yeah. It okay. was really good. Yeah. Was Have really, you had really roasted good. turkey, though? Like where it's like oven roasted, uh, hand roasted? No, I don't think so. It's really good. But nonetheless, yeah. I will still choose the chicken. Okay. Yeah. Teach his own. Yeah. That's fine. So that's, that's why it's a yeah. hot take. Well, okay. Yeah, kind of like the over. Bills winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. A hot take. We'll see. Yeah. We shall see. So yeah. if you could give any suggestions to people listening, Pastor Eric yeah. Hill, Thanksgiving, uh, something that encouraged them, something to just remind them, what would it be? Yeah, I would, I would and this is going to sound a little bit too spiritual, which, but it's not, and it's kind of sad that... This it's okay is, if it's spiritual. Yeah, it's okay, but I'm not apologizing, but I'm just saying, because yeah. I don't want to go there. Uh, 
I would say to go beyond that day to be thankful. Like, you know, yeah. it's 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 kind of sad that often we have to wait for Thanksgiving to have a moment of really reflectiveness. Yes. And to think, what is God doing in our life? What is something to be thankful? Yeah. Instead, it should be the same attitude every single day. We, yes. Every single day, we should have something to be thankful. Yeah. And so I would say, you know, as as even if it's just for this week or the fall, I guess by the time you hear this, Thanksgiving would have happened. Yes. So for the next week, if to make it a practice to every single day, think about one thing to be thankful. Yeah. And and, and start with that. Uh, Listen, I remember when I was called out because my answer was generic or token or canned answer and well, you, you you your know what advice listen your my advice, advice so, so now i gotta listen, apologize listen. No, listen my second advice is go get chicken listen <laughs> your 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 uh words of wisdom to the people listening They're that they've terrible. probably never heard before is this thanksgiving season when thanksgiving over make sure you give thanks at least once a week for what the for, for no once again every day for. every day yeah, that's good that's actually so you don't want them to yes that's fantastic okay, so what do, what do you want them to do that's fantastic well it's not that I, what i want them to do i was just saying what would be a suggestion that's great yeah, that's folks here's suggestion. the takeaway for thanksgiving give thanks you know once a day for, for what the lord has done you well, no, give thanks. not what? just on thanksgiving <laughs> it's Every you don't day. want them to? It's, no, I think it's fantastic. It says the God's will for us is to be thankful. Yes, in all circumstances. In all Give circumstances. thanks in all circumstances. So I'm quoting the Bible. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. I think it was a great suggestion. Don't tell me where it's at. That's good. <laughs> so I, I would say um, I would say one thing I would tell people, and I shared this with our connect group last night, and so I already had this locked and uh, loaded. So you were ready. I already yeah, had yeah, it locked yeah, and loaded and ready to go. Uh, and I shared this with our connect group, and I shared this with our men's study, actually, too. So this is the uh, third time uh, I'm saying this to uh. a different audience. Um, well, the majority of them probably have already heard this. No, I don't know that the same people. The ones from Hawaii and Alaska have. Yeah, I don't know the people else. who go to the men's study listen necessarily are the ones. Those guys are the ones listening to the podcast necessarily. But uh, it's in Psalm one nineteen. <laughs> it's in Psalm. It's in if Psalm, you're not watching this, Pastor Bruce was so ready that he had like his why, Bible why, thing listen, open I, and everything. I'm sorry, I was prepared good, for our good. podcast well, about I Thanksgiving. Prompt him. What? I mean, I knew we were. Did you not know we were talking about Thanksgiving today? This morning. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Psalm one nineteen. Uh, <laughs> we just finished a study in the men's study, but in Psalm one nineteen, the psalmist said this. He said, um, "I got to find it now." See, oh, so you, you were not that ready. You, you, uh, <laughs> you took me off. He says this. I rejoice at your word. This is in Psalm one nineteen, verse one sixty two. I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil. Like think of that. Spoil is treasure. Like. Great treasures or hidden treasures. He says, I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil or treasures. And so, like, that's convicting enough, isn't it? Like, when was the last time when we were like, I get to read God's word and I'm so excited because, like, I'm treasure hunting. Like, we we don't think that way. Yeah. Right? We just don't think that way. I use the analogy with our men on Thursday night that I remember when I was a kid— Cereal used to, cereal boxes used to have prizes at the bottom of it. I don't know if you ever yeah. like experienced it, but maybe like two times. So like we when we would it. get cereal boxes as kids, <laughs> <laughs> when we would get cereal boxes as kids, we would like look forward to getting whatever the prize was at the bottom of it. And so as soon as we would open a new box, like we wanted to shove our hands down and all the cereal diving in. to get the prize, like because yeah. we knew it was in there. So when we would get a new box, it was like ooh new cereal box. We couldn't wait mm-hmm. because we knew it was there. My kids have never done that. Do you know why my kids, when we buy a new cereal box, have never ripped open that cereal box and dug their hands to the bottom of that? Because there's a lot of things distracting them from that. No, there's no oh. prize. They, they don't advertise that there's any prizes in cereal boxes anymore. So the kids get a new cereal box, and they look at it, and they're not excited to dig into that because they know there's nothing in there, right? And I use that analogy as it relates to our viewpoint of God's Word. 
do we look at God's word as there it is and so what? Or do yeah. we look at God's word of like, wow, there is treasure in there. Yeah. There's something to be desired in there. And the anticipation when we go to God's word is like, I want that treasure. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what he says here. He says, um, I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your law. And then he says this, seven times a day I praise you for your righteous rules. Seven times a day. If you read Psalm 119, it's 176 verses. The psalmist talks about going through trials in his life, difficulties in his life, um, times of heartache and pain and sorrow, times of confusion, times where he's severely persecuted um, by people in positions of authority. And, and he's crying out to God, but you'll see a consistency in his words that he hopes in God. He trusts in God's word. He loves God's word. God sustains him. His word sustains him. Mm. And, and it's kind of like he gives us an inside look at one of the things he does in his life. And that's seven times a day. Yeah. He gives God thanks. He praises God and gives God thanksgiving for his word. And so I thought, what a great challenge. Yeah. And, and I've been trying to do this over the last several days because we just covered this on Thursday. And I've been challenging like everybody I come in contact with. Hey, what, seven if, what if seven times a day, which that would equate, depending on how much you sleep, to once every two to three hours during your waking hours of the day, you paused and gave God thanks for something specifically that his word says. Oh. Can you imagine that? Like if it's yeah, every I, two I to can, three hours. I, that's what I said. I said, give thanks to the Lord every day. You took it the next step. You're like, no, not just once, <laughs> seven times. Yeah. So like if seven times a day, specifically though, giving thanks, not just in general, but for something specific that God's word says, that you're thankful that what God's word says, if you gave thanks for that. Like, it would transform the way your day goes, right? It would transform the way you live your day. Why is that funny? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree. Give I agree. God, I agree. Don't give thanks to God. No, I, I mean, do. I am. That's what I say. I give thanks. But I thought it was really challenging. <laughs> no, that is You great. know, and it, it and would transform your day because if you're mad, like, yeah. you're always mad. So, like, if you're mad during the course of the day, uh, I'm just kidding. If you're mad during the course of the day, it would be very difficult to stay angry for yeah. more than two hours if every two hours you're giving thanks to God for if his word. If you genuinely are giving If you're genuinely thing. doing yeah. that. Or like if you're like upset about something or you're or worried about something and you can give thanks to God every two hours. Like, God, yeah. thanks that you're in control and yeah. that you've handled things and that you – that would be life-transforming. But I yeah. thought it was interesting the psalmist gives you that viewpoint. Like, hey, I yeah. do this seven times a day. So yeah. I'd encourage people to practice that, do yeah. that. Yeah, and maybe in, during this break uh, you know Thanksgiving break well by the time time they read yeah. this so day after. but maybe for a christmas break if you got a day off or two maybe have the time to read once uh, psalms 119 it's a really psalms good psalms takes about 12 to 13 minutes to read it out it's loud. amazing yeah it's, it's 176 an amazing, verses uh, chapter encourage people to do you know. it 176 verses over 170 times the psalmist is mentioning god's word in some capacity and, and you know what's interesting David didn't have the full copy of God's word like we do today. Yeah. And I wonder, like, too, like, what, at, like, this is speculation, but how much more would he have read then had he had yeah. our, everything that we have yeah. today? I mean, you know, David, in, in a display of his love for yep. God's word. And we're not certain if David wrote Psalm 119. I mean, people yeah. speculate that he did. A lot of people believe that he didn't. D David wrote it over the course of his life. Yeah. Um, there's nothing in the psalm that identifies David as the author. Yeah. So that's why there's not 100% yeah. certainty that he wrote where, it. Where do you land on that? I feel like it was David. Yeah, yeah if so, we're getting into so Psalm 119. There's so many things in the psalm that seem specific to something maybe David was experiencing in his life. That you can cross-reference. Absolutely. Yeah. That I would feel like it leads people, yeah. and I think rightly, to believe David yeah. is the one who wrote yeah. it. But um, there's just a lot of great things good. in there. So, yeah, yeah, I would recommend that. Yeah. So Awesome. But uh, it's been great. Yeah, it's been it's... a good Beyond the Pew episode. Well, Thanksgiving yeah. edition. Yeah, Thanksgiving edition. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, maybe as we come into Christmas... 
you know, Christmas questions, whatever um, it is, whatever. If you want to remember, if you want to ask Pastor Bruce any question, he's obliged to see what I did there. To it's answer, a great word. Yeah, it's a great word. I've been doing my study. Um, he's supposed. He's uh, res- he, he. Yeah, nah, you got me to try. Just ask him any question. He'll answer them. Great shirt you're wearing today, by the way. If we could compliment you on that shirt, that's Thank a you. nice shirt. Thank you. It's very nice. Is that Thank new? You. Nope. It's a nice shirt. That nope. color. Yeah, I'm the green, matching the plaid, too. the blue. It's good. Yeah. Number if someone has comments or questions. Five. Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> what? We are going backwards. <laughs> yes, three three zero one three three five six. Nope. Four three. No. Three three zero three three one six four five three. Six, four, and again, six, four, five, don't be lazy. If you're oh, listening to this, I got this. I'm a, you know how I'm gonna remember photographic now? memory. No, no, I, I sure you know I, the way we started <laughs> this morning proves that I don't have it. Uh, six minus two is four. Don't do this. And you, then five I don't know minus you do two, this. three. You've done this. So that six, makes four, no sense. Five three. No. Six four five three. Bet I'll get it the next time. Actually, I won't bet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's just encourage people, if you're listening to the podcast, quit being lazy. Make a comment about what you're thankful for. Yeah, a- amen. Okay, amen. or Let text in 330-331-6453. What are you thankful yeah. for? And uh, we hope you are... Well, we got to ask the question. Yeah. yeah. You go ahead. What's oh. the question, Eric? What is your life looking like beyond the pew? We hope it is honoring to the Lord. We'll be back next week. Yeah. We'll see you then.